you've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. Hi listeners, I'm Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are Femme Regard Podcast. Mmm, Femme. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the FemFam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. Dylan. 90 minutes. Hey, you pick this dude, one. This is on dude. you. This, oh, hey, Matt. Uh, this thing <laughs> that we watched was 90 minutes. And not like it's listed as 90 minutes, but like there's like commercial breaks and shit. Nah, man. This was like 93 minutes, and it was every bit of that 93 minutes so i felt here's here was my viewing experience yeah first thing i noticed 1996 and i thought oh no yeah because i i really thought (laughs) like i thought oh is this like the 60s monsters like yeah so for anybody that's that didn't pay attention to the title today we're talking about the monsters scary little christmas which was the second time in the 90s i believe that they tried to bring the monsters back and we'll talk about this in a second, but yeah. I I hit play and actually first minute I'm like maybe this won't be so bad. I'm hearing this like <laughs> kind of like punk rock cover of the Monsters theme and I'm like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." The carolers yeah. are there. I'm like, "This is sweet." The second that they do the James Brown bit, I was like, "This is going to be an excruciating 90-minute watch." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dude, I will have you know that they did the James Brown bit. And I legit, like, I'm. This is not a work. 100% shoot. I hit. I was like, how much longer do we? Have? <laughs> <laughs> I hit the thing, and I'm like, okay, we're six minutes in. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad. Like you're like this, this is, is fucking awful. It's and so funny because you, you wrote you wrote a Facebook status us. that matched my notes. Was yep. anybody exactly. who shit on besides that Rob us, Zombie movie? 
Watch this. That's it. This is how good yeah. you because this isn't even close. Like at least the Rob Zombie movie, they like tried to make the characters look like the '60s counterparts. Yep. This yep. like. What is with grandpa? Grandpa's like 80 pounds wet. Like, it's so weird. (laughs) Grandpa's super skinny with just like a witch nose poorly glued to his face. Yeah. Like, I don't. This is. This is such a piece of shit. Yeah. It's the whole thing so bad. I um it, it ate your mo- it ate your mother's monsters I'll tell you that well, much because so, it is also the horniest thing I've ever seen. Dear Lord, is it? Um, so here's the thing that I'll tell you, is that like when I wrote down one of the notes that I wrote down was basically saying like if you were to ask me who I prefer from the original like '60s run, yeah, I would go monsters over the Adams family. Every single yeah. time. Same. Once you hit the 90s, though, the yeah. 90s and beyond, that is Adam's family territory. 100%. Like, yeah. like the Adam's family knew how to maneuver themselves into the 90s where, like, the monsters, try as they may, many a times during our childhood, could never really get their footing on, like, what made that work. And I know you're coming fresh off of doing Adam's family. Congratulations yeah. on a perfect Thanks, sold out dude. run of that Fuck show. Yeah, that um, great show. But I remember listening to the Monsters, the Monsters Go Home DVD commentary track because that's the type of man I am. <laughs> and and they have uh, the actor who played the son on the Monsters, and he right. said, you know, like the original, the original, and okay, it's yeah. him and Rob Zombie are the commentary. It's like the two of them like okay. shooting the shit. And which which one's the Monsters Go Home? It's the first Monsters movie from like 1966. Okay. Um, so it's okay. the one where they're on like a cruise ship and like they yeah. literally just recreate like iconic episode moments because they yeah. bu- Dragula gets built again and like it's Fuck a bunch yeah. of different stuff. But he mm-hmm. said people always ask me what the difference is between the Adams family and the Monsters, and and the way he sums it up is so perfect, which is that the Monsters are monsters who think that they're regular people and the Adams family are regular people who think that they're monsters. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, that okay, really does like crack the code. And he goes like, like he's like, the monsters are trying to live an everyday traditional lifestyle despite being monsters. The Adams family, um, the Adams family think that their way of life is the everyday tradition yes so you know what i mean like it's like that that it's a fine line and i think that in the 60s the monsters thing worked better to me of like these kind of cool looking frankenstein and vampires that just like want to live a happy life and just like do their do their thing do their monster thing but in the 90s the adams family just like thinking that murder and mutilation is like the norm just fit in with that 90s aesthetic so perfectly well it's like i think the not we are not going to sit here and keep talking about the rob zombie remake but i think the thing that he did perfect was he didn't make the movie set at and mockingbird lane like i think Dude, you cannot sustain 90 minutes of people just being scared of these monsters. Yeah. Like, you you can't. You can't. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, it looks like these people have 
especially in the movie that we watched, that the people have lived there for at least a few months. Yeah. And you're telling me no one has gotten used to them just living there? Especially because they're not fucking dickheads? Like, I mean, it's... Like, listen, I understand they look different, but, like, they're treating the monsters like fucking assholes the entire time. The entire time. And they have definitely been living here for, for... a chunk of change, right? A chunk of change. You've got their next door neighbor, uh, Miss Dimwitty. Yeah. Um, is that Edna? I think Edna Dimwitty, who yeah. like might genuinely be the most successful person in this movie because she was in like all of those Roger Corman movies before this and became like yeah. a cult legend. Well, the, the kid is played By Alfalfa. Alfalfa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this. Stalled out Alfalfa, I'm pretty sure, because I have not seen Bug Hall in a very long-ass time. But <laughs> Nope. But, like, probably one of the only genuine laughs that came out of me, and at this point, yeah. it's an hour into the movie, so I may have just been looking for anything to grab a hold of. But there's a point where Miss Edna Dimwitty is trying to uh, destroy their Christmas decorations, which are basically just Halloween decorations. Yes. And it's between her house and their house. And she thinks that it is like the most insulting thing that this like Halloween decor house might beat her house for best Christmas decorations. When and this she, is something that t- in today's world, we'll, we'll see houses like this all the time. All like- the time. <laughs> um, but in doing so, she falls into a giant fake fly, uh, a spider web. Oh, is it the help me bit? And she starts yelling, help me, exactly like the fly in the original 50s fly. And yeah. I was just so desperate for anything to put a smile on my face that I, like, ah. I, 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 it's the thing, it's from the thing. You're the Leonardo DiCaprio meme yeah. from Wolf of Wall Street. I know, like, I know that. I know that. I know that. Um, <laughs> I know that bit. <laughs> so this is, you know, rarely do we do this, but the Wikipedia page is so concise. Yeah. That we're just going to use that as our uh, as to fill the audience in because boy, do you not need to spend the three ninety nine on no. this. Um, this is it's not also. A, it, I believe it's available for free on Apple TV. Oh, that didn't Unless show I up when I own it. That like, did not. <laughs> that did not show up when I searched for ways to watch this movie. So, so I own some weird off the wall shit digitally because, like, I inherited a friend of mine's like voodoo account, and when I ended up hooking that to other means of streaming, like it just filled out different libraries. Yeah. So it is totally possible. That this came from that library. Um, but no, I definitely agree. Unless it is free and you fucking love the monsters. And I don't mean just like, hey, I enjoy the monsters. No, like you have to be like, I am a completionist work. of the monsters. <laughs> yeah. And even then I'd be like, watch it at like two times the speed. Yeah. Um, so here's the entire the this. entire plot is summed up in a paragraph on the Wikipedia. Yeah. So I'm just going to read this paragraph and then we can pick apart certain elements of it because god knows you and i want to talk about at least one thing um so the movie begins with the son eddie feeling homesick for transylvania herman decides a good old-fashioned transylvania christmas is what his troubled son needs to get into the mood for the holidays together with the family including lily grandpa and maryland he sends out invitations to the entire monster family that includes wolfman mummy and the gill man herman also asks for a raise from his boss but is then fired taking on other jobs such as modeling nude for an art class, donating blood, and wrapping Christmas gifts. Meanwhile, on Christmas Eve's Eve, one of Grandpa's experiments goes haywire and accidentally transports Santa Claus to his, and his elves to the Munster Manor. 
Christmas faces ruin as there is no way to send Santa home, and the entire family must find a way to save Christmas. Meanwhile, Marilyn falls in love, and Lily enters a home decorating contest with the nosy neighbor Edna Dimwitty, causing trouble. Eddie also faces trouble from school with bullies. In one scene. Yeah, in one singular <laughs> scene. In one, like... 10 second scene no resolution really comes to face to face with some bullies that like they act like are gonna be a huge part of this thing and they're not and i will say not the worst bullies in the world because i don't know if you wrote this down (laughs) but when they find eddie's letter to santa in most movies that we watch the bully would be like you fucking prick there's no santa claus but no (laughs) his response is Hey, Santa doesn't visit weirdos like you. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Hey, props to that bully for keeping believing alive. Great. <laughs> Great. Um Hey man, we got to we got we got to start with a little bit of positivity. <laughs> um hey, do you want to hear something horrifying that I just happened to click into? Oh god, no. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Hey, you know those horny elves that we're going to talk about? Are they dead? Larry and Lefty? No, yeah. no, I no. really wish that one of them was. So, oh, no. so the oh, one, no. Ed Gale, who played Larry, he's yeah. uh, had quite a career. He was Chucky. Uh, he was Howard the Duck. He played one of the Dinks in Spaceballs. You know, he's appeared in a lot of stuff. Oh, no. Do you see it? I saw the legal issues thing and I said, oh, what's this about? And apparently in Ooh. April of this year, he was accused by an online predator hunter group going by the name Creepy Catchers Unit. Of attempting to solicit sex from multiple minors. So that's under investigation. I feel like I should have did some research before I suggested <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah, because, you just, like, you just went listen, right into You said, hey, let's do Monster's Scary Little Christmas. It's only a 90-minute trash fest. my thought process was this. Okay, my thought process was this. <laughs> I was like, I need a Halloween pick. Okay. And I'm like, we're just getting done the Adams family. I already like, knew that this was yeah, where your head was at. I was like, what is like something adjacent I can do? Um, like that we could do. That would be a fun watch because you and I both like dumb shit like this. I, I don't know. That you. There's not an Adams family Christmas special. Yeah. But I just fucking, I fucking loved when they brought the Adams family back for like a season of some like late nineties show. I don't know if you remember that. Um, for for ABC Family or Fox Family at the time, um, so I was like, "Fuck yeah, we'll watch this dumb shit" because I'm sure it's in the same vein. And then like the horny elves showed up, and uh, I texted you that. Yeah, no, I got and that text message when I woke up this morning, and I'm, I said, uh, "Yeah, he is. He's watching it." I uh, I just. I'm, it's really unfortunate that I feel like a lot of our conversation is going to be dominated by these horny elves. But Ed Gale specifically, fuck you. Yep. Like, let's let's get that out of the way. We are going to be making some jokes about these horny elves. But uh, fuck this guy. And I hope some terrible shit happens to you. Uh, <laughs> I want to I wanna just real quickly mention, Dylan, that... um, is What's the other one do? What the no, no, no. I was going to say... <laughs> Adams Family season two, episode fifteen, Christmas with the Adams Family would have was free on Pluto TV, and we could have just knocked that twenty-two minute. Thing well, out. listen, Matt <laughs> Kelly, you knew where my head was when I picked this, so you could have always just been like, 
You know, there's also like an Adams family. Listen to this delightful plot line (laughs) real quick. When Wednesday and Pugsley's faith in Santa Claus is shaken, Uncle Fester is chosen to be a backup Santa Claus. However, when Fester Santa gets stuck in the chimney, it's up to all the other adults to to substitute for him. And then I found this picture that's every member of the Adams family, Lurch, Thing, etc., all dressed like Santa Claus. Okay, can you do me a number one? Can you do me a favor and send me that picture? <laughs> First off, and number two, this is like thirty minutes long, right? Like twenty, twenty, thirty minutes. Yeah. Maybe even 15. Yeah. Give or take commercials. Cool. Cool. I'm really glad that I spent some time last night watching this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty fucking stoked about it. <laughs> Actually, you know, the between the fucking James Brown reference, the fact that like this thing, we get to the ending ish and Eddie fucking says to he's talking to the Santa Claus fruitcake um, because Santa does get turned into a fruitcake in this disgusting fruit cake with a um, little santa hat on its on the top of it you've been lost in the woods for hours now stumbling around in the dark you come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire they see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log welcome to campfire ashes i'm paul and i'm jess join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. Hi listeners, I'm Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are Femme Regard Podcast. Mmm, Femme. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the FemFam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. 921 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. I did have to I did have to smile when uh she's trying to change him back and there the was pumpkin. just a, the pumpkin with just a beard dangling from it. I'm like, all Fuck right, that's yeah. a pretty good gag. That one. <laughs> she turns him into a jack-o'-lantern and she just goes, no, I can't even get the holidays right. <laughs> like, okay. All right. I, I will say. I can't that, even but... decide if that's a good joke or if at the hour and 20 minute mark, you're just so desperate for any moment of joy that you're like, I'll take it. I, I'll take I it. I will say out of all of them. Lily Monster is probably my favorite. No, Lily Monster is the only one that's... I do not buy Alfalfa as Eddie Monster for like a single second in this. Oh, but that's where I was going. Hold on. So Eddie looks at the fucking elves or at the Fruitcake Santa. I can't remember. I know Mm. I watched this between last night and this morning, but who the fuck cares? He looks at them and goes, you know, before you guys showed up, I didn't really care about Christmas. 
Bullshit. Yeah. The entire fucking plot line is you're sad about missing Transylvanian Christmas. It's the one thing you do give a fuck about. Yeah, you even had Spot destroy your letter to Santa in an act of I've given up on Christmas. Yeah. What do you mean you didn't care about Christmas <laughs> until he showed up? This is the whole point of this. We could have had a normal fucking Christmas if you didn't care about Christmas. Yeah. Now, it's... It's, uh... This is so bad. It's dude. really bad. And this and was it's like, it's very 90s. Like I said, it's it, 90s in a bad way. Like every 90s in a terrible way. So and... horny. Well, I want you to know that as you stayed awake late watching this, I had a yes. group of friends over. Yeah. Because it, it is Halloween time. And we were watching. Yeah. And it's first Friday. So it's weird movie night. Yeah. So we were watching the out there Halloween mega tape and pointing out whenever you hey! showed up on camera we were all like hey it's Dylan look at him look at him Hell in that track yeah. suit <laughs> like, fuck yeah dude fuck yeah and we thought man if only he was here not watching yeah, Monster's Scary Little Christmas <laughs> well I'm assuming while you guys were watching yeah you were there, on I stage was, killing I was probably it. still on stage but yeah getting home at midnight and being like well let me throw this Monster's thing on it can't be it can't be that fucking can't be that bad, can't be that long. Boy, were you wrong on both accounts. Oh, my God. So, like, <laughs> what the fuck else happened on this thing? We got Marilyn Munster. Yeah. Played by Elaine Hendricks. Uh, I, is she the, I think she's the mean uh, wife in uh Romeo Parent and Michelle. Oh, yeah, she's the mean wife, in, and she's also in Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion, but I don't remember her character. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming um, she's just one of the, like, mean girls from high school as well um she's cool there's yeah, she's a fun. fucking there's a weird love interest portion Dude, of this there's really miscast like oh, sexy biker guy <laughs> sexy biker guy again like for this movie being so 90s you've got yeah. like a 1950s greaser as the love interest and it just feels so weird um yeah. but nothing feels weirder than i mean we talked about the horny elves the horny elves have nothing <laughs> On the S&M bondage that we get at the end of this movie. Oh, the reindeer. When Santa's sleigh is not pulled by reindeer, but eight bikers. And you're just and like, like, what is happening? It's it just dudes been... in leather, and they have the fucking pieces in their mouth. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're reindeer. <laughs> Listen, it would have made, like... It would have made it a little better if they all, like, were on their motorcycles. And no, but some like aren't. The... <laughs> the... Yeah, yeah. So, like, they're... So, listen... Here's how you could have done this, not in the the way that they did. Put them on the motorcycles, hook the reins to the motorcycles, and just have them be like, yeah, Santa, let's fucking go! Yeah. But, like, instead, it is exactly how Matt is describing the, the like, like, there's bars, like, in their mouth. <laughs> um, They're, like... Their arms are like <laughs> like doing that stupid dangly thing, like uh. when, when people like play as animals. God, it's so weird. It's, it's so weird. It's all, There's no way anyone saw this at the time and was like, maybe we should maybe we should do something a little different. <laughs> I I if you could like yeah. if you edit this down to like a 20 minute special. Yeah. Of just the absolute weirdest parts. Like, literally just make it that Grandpa accidentally blasts Santa Claus to Monster Ma Mansion and they've got to fix it. Right? Yeah. Like, give me that 20-minute episode. 
Mm-hmm. I still think it's bad, but it's like in that weird, so bizarre, it's enjoyable thing where I'd be like, yeah. dude, you got to fucking see this shit. Like, this is like insane. <laughs> yeah. But it's like you are really sitting through an excruciating yeah. hour and a half for like two jokes that work and like three or four things that you will never forget because of how weird it is. So but fucking odd. Dude, there was a moment where I thought they killed uh, Grandpa. Oh, I mean... Like, like, I thought Grandpa was fucking dead. Yeah. No, it's, it's an, it is a nightmare special. It is one of the most insane things I've ever watched. Um, and, like, to go back to the oh James Brown thing, I know that we've basically just been bouncing between, like, two or three plot points. That's all that this movie really has. Dude, this is... No, there, so, like, this movie is, like, just bits. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, bits after bits after bits. And you forget what this movie is about. Yeah. Because you're like, what is the fucking plot here? Yeah, there's like, no point to anything no. that's happening. It started with, like, Edward or Eddie being upset about not being in Transylvania for Christmas. Then it goes to... They're trying to make him happy, and Grandpa accidentally pulls Santa to the manor. There's just some wild shit happening during this, there's also the decorating contest that you brought up earlier. There is so much, but there's so much, and it's so fucking boring. It goes nowhere. It's so pointless. Like, they, they are making this house decorating contest. Like, this should be two scenes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you find out that yeah. they're in the contest, and then they win the contest, and woman is upset. There is, like... Nine different scenes of just the judges being really torn between the two homes. Like it's yeah. it's so unnecessary. But I think that that's the problem. I want to bring it back to the James Brown bit. Okay. Because I think the James Brown bit says a lot about everything. Yes. I don't think that they had enough script for the runtime because, like, that James Brown bit starts off with he opens the door after they finish singing a carol and they all go ah and he goes oh we're doing the james brown remix that's the end of the joke it's a bad joke but that's the end of the joke yeah then he proceeds to do a james brown impression for like 30 seconds a really bad and then it cuts back to the kid the the carolers and they scream and run away and he's still doing like some James Brown noises as he walks into the kitchen for the next scene and it's like you just took a bad 5 second joke and turned it into a 2 minute scene that I think it was just cuz you need it to fill space to get to the hour and a half runtime that you signed up for which also let's point out that this movie was made in 96 yeah like James, James Brown, like his biggest years were in the sixties and then and in a brief moment with Rocky Four, like he yeah. had like a very small return. Like, could you imagine watching a movie now, like a like a movie that was being serious, that was like referencing something from thirty years ago, and we're just supposed to go like, yeah, no, I get that thing. Like, what the fuck is happening? It's insane this should not exist it shouldn't exist it's not great it, it's, it's not great <laughs> yeah that, there we go it's not great it's not great Put that on the new like the 4k release it's not great <laughs> so there was monsters to monsters today which somehow okay. ran for three seasons Good from Lord. 1988 to 1991 and who was yeah. the cast in that 
oof, these look bad too. Like, I just can't wrap my head around anything that we witnessed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it is, it, I'm still stuck. Why is everyone still fucking scared of these people? <laughs> yeah. They seem very nice. Obnoxious, yeah. but very nice. Yeah. And like the police officer that runs, you're telling me that police officer's never met Herman Munster? Never. He's, like, <laughs> what? Like, here's, I guess here's the thing that's confusing me so badly on this, is that I'm scrolling yeah. and I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling here. And what I'm hoping to see is that there was a monster show in 1996, and There's, I'm finding nothing. So yeah, this was nothing. just a random one-off mm -hmm. decision where guys were like, hey, mm -hmm. I think the world's ready for a new Monsters movie. <laughs> Like, Dude, that's like seriously. That's what's so fucking strange about the monsters. This Wikipedia page like, is barren. Like, it is. I feel like every like ten years, we're like, let's try the monsters again. <laughs> like, if you just look at this Wikipedia page, it every ten years we have rebooted the monsters. Sixty six monsters go home. 73, the mini monsters. 81, the monsters' revenge. Here come the monsters in 95, but we're going to try again quicker in 96 with the monsters' Christmas. Oh, okay. So in between those two, we're going to do uh, the monsters today, right? Uh, then we're going to do Mockingbird Lane, okay? <laughs> then, you know what? Rob Zombie wants to do the monsters. Why are we doing this? <laughs> All right. Here Come the Monsters came out in 1995. Yeah, and it has a different cast. Right? It has a different cast. They were going to reuse that cast, and Edward Herman, so Daddy Gilmore, yeah. was playing um, yep. uh, Herman Munster. Which he, I, I, I didn't see. I've never seen Here Come the Monsters, but I could see that. Uh, and he asked for a slight raise to do the sequel, and the producers... Decided like, to give him the raise. Oh, okay. They were gonna re they were gonna reduce the salary of everybody else. Um, so then all oh of them God. decided, now nah, we're good. We're not gonna do this if this is how cheap you're gonna be. So and like, then hold on. was Edward Herman also with them? Was, was he like, nah, man, you don't need to do. Yeah, I'm not doing this if you're gonna reduce. Or, or was he like, yeah, fuck them. Yeah, I I'll mean, he's not it. here as as Herman, so. I guess so. That's true. That's true. I guess he packed it up and left, but like Good for you, Edward. Well, That's because why you're king of the vampires. I also, but I mean, the flip side is also like, let me see, Edward Herman in 1995. I'm pretty sure was doing all right for himself. So like, I'm sure in a certain lens, this was a huge step down for him to like do another monsters movie, and they were like. Yeah, he just was in Nixon. Like, yeah. he's, in like he's in like an Academy Award winning movie. And he was like, listen, man, like I'm thinking maybe to do this. Academy Award winner. Yeah. Edward like, Herman in Here Comes the Monsters. Monsters you know what I mean? Like it's just like, <laughs> like, it's like I understand him maybe wanting a little bit more money because he's like really degrading himself for this. Yeah. Um, but all right. Well, Dylan, Bro, I feel like we've exhausted everything that we could possibly dude, say. I don't about know, this. man. I've, I've <laughs> I do want to talk just for a second. Okay. The DVD cover makes oh, awful. this look 
so much better than it is, though. Um, Well, Terman dresses Santa screaming. Yes, but I look at the DVD cover, and if you were, like, just walking by, like, at Walmart, you would see this DVD cover and assume that it was a Christmas special from the original run. Yeah, like, I no, feel like it's the, not until you, like, once you see them in action, you're like, this is not my Herman Munster. This is not my Eddie Munster. Lily Munster is the only one that feels like the Lily Munster that I know and love. Yeah, which good for her. Good for her, man. Um, I think I, I think I'm done with the Munsters, like on this <laughs> show. Like, I, th- I think we, we talked exhaustingly long about the remake when it first came when it came yeah. out um which i still say i i really enjoyed that remake or i i feel like if i would have saw it when i was a kid i said this i've said this multiple times um that would have become like a yearly halloween watch for me oh, if yeah. i had seen that as a kid um i will never ever watch this again yeah, it's truly and, a bummer that even the black and white Munsters doesn't have a Christmas special. Because I'd love to watch a Munsters episode that I like. Heck yeah. <laughs> but Heck unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, that's not in the cards for us. But maybe well, next so October, we'll try Adam's family. <laughs> we're de- yes, put that in the books. Next October, we're going to do we're gonna do the Adam's family Christmas special. Um, maybe you won't be able next- to make it. Maybe Gomez will have to be my co-host for it. That would be really fun. <laughs> that would be that would be a ton of fun, honestly, to do an entire episode. Yeah, in in like a Spanish accent as well, Gomez, that'd be awesome. Well, Dylan, you make my Christmas a little scary. Aww, uh, don't get turned into fruitcakes out there. Hey. Whoa. Oh, whoa. You've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. Hi, listeners. I'm Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are Femme Regard Podcast. Mmm, Femme. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the FemFam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 